0: Welcome, Welcome to what you're Wearing.
1: On this episode, we are going to talk all about Fashion Week! Paris! Ooh, bonjour! Ooh, ooh. Bonjour! Ça va? Ça va? Oui. Ça va? And we're going to do some haute looks. Yes. What oui. we love. William's going to tell us all about the... Placket!
0: Well, well I didn't know what... Well, I didn't
1: know. Yeah, you are... I, yes.
0: I, I hope you uh, did your research because yes. you tell us all about uh, the placket. the is... Placket.
1: And then you have an amazing power player named
0: Maximilian Davis,
1: who I have no idea who that is. So I can't wait He's to hear all about it on what you're wearing. Yes.
0: I love the son of the slash I
1: mean, doesn't it just make you think of Paris? We, oui. we. Oui. Now, I, I went to Paris Fashion. So Paris Fashion Week has been all over the press, and yeah, I feel like it's there's The only Fashion Week to me, right? And yeah. all the celebs are there, and every, er, everyone stops by, mm-hmm. and you know, I went to Paris Fashion Week once, and I was. Um, Vivian West was guest. So I met her at this party, I was wearing her suit, and she says, oh, darling, you must come to my show. I'm like, oh, I've always wanted to go, right? Oh, wow. And it was 1998, okay, right? I was four. I don't know how I even figured it out. But I had no money, and I was trying to sort it all out, so I used American Express points to buy a ticket, and I found a hotel room on this new thing called the World Wide Web. It was a crazy new wow, thing. How and I know. I booked this hotel room. It was only $62. A night, it was right over by the Moulin Rouge and had hot water for 40 minutes a day, so you just had to kind of sort out like when to be there. And anyway, I go to Vivian Westwood, I'm standing in line it's in the old days, so everything was paper tickets, were so no digital tickets, none of that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And standing in line for Vivian's show, I just start talking to everybody, and oh my gosh, it's my first fashion week, I'm a stylist, blah blah blah. And from there, I got tickets to eight more shows. The photographers yeah. were like, we don't need this, you can have this. I went to Lacroix, I went <laughs> to Jean-Paul Gaultier, went to oh, all wow, these things. Nice. And I'm sitting there and Vivian gave me this great second row seat. Nice. And so I'm just waiting and waiting. And as we're waiting, because you know it was like two hours late, her assistant runs out and is like, Mark Allen, we're so happy you're here. We drink some water. I'm like,
0: what sure. Did you- what did you do to get in with her like uh, that? She just loved
1: me. Went out. We had a cigarette. I don't smoke, but I watched her smoke. And she had these amazing, amazing breasts and this bustier that she was wearing. And I just said, oh, my God, <laughs> you're beautiful. We just. Breasts. She did. She was like... Killing it. In 1998, she must have been 655, 60, something like that.
0: Sounds right, But she right, yeah.
1: looked amazing, and she was just, and she just, I don't know, we just got along. So anyway, this whole thing, she, they come out, they check on me like three times. Meanwhile, I'm sitting behind Gene Pressman, who at the time owned Barney's New York. Okay. They completely ignored him, came over to say hi, make sure I was okay, make sure I was okay, and finally I get this little finger tapping on my shoulder, excuse me, sir, who are you? And I'm like, oh, well, I'm Mark Allen. I'm the stylist from LA. And she goes, well, I must, I need to know you. My name's Cece Kaufman, and I am the director of talent for E. And I'm oh, like, nice. oh, so the next week she and I had lunch. The next week I filmed my first thing with E. Oh, and wow. then from there I started doing television for an astronaut. So
0: you did that from being at the show. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> well, the you know West what? West. Honestly, that's how stuff used to happen then. I mean, that's. That's how it had happened for me, was I uh, was discovered by, I've, I've talked about this in other episodes, but Carrie Donovan, the fashion director of New York Times Magazine. And it was because I was an usher at the Anne Crane right. show, so.
1: And you just, and I think the how, key there is you were at a show, you were not in your apartment, Waiting for life to come to you. We yeah. were out in the world making life come to us, it was come an to usher, me. Yeah, you know, yeah. I love that. Well, as I was watching this year, it made me think of the evolution of what's happening in terms of fashion shows. Yeah. And everyone's trying to get on, get in on the extraordinary performance that a fashion show has become. Right, right. Like McQueen used to do it. Like McQueen was. Oh, he
0: was the theater, pure theater,
1: pure theater. He was the one that yeah. really had that kind of. Yeah. Um I don't know if it's just financial he had like the resources and the ability to just put together these brilliant brilliant things. Mm-hmm. Um but this year Balenciaga decided to do this thing called the mud pit.
0: You know, I saw pictures of it. I didn't watch it because I've been so disappointed with Balenciaga's been doing but I did <laughs> I did see images I did okay. see images
1: I want you to know I think Balenciaga and their $1,100 made in China sneakers right. and their $1,000 cotton made in China hoodies that just say Balenciaga on them are not fashion they are it
0: also tells you that's a markup uh, you think uh, an, those sneakers? Unnecessary markup.
1: Those sneakers with box with someone hand delivering them are a hundred bucks a piece to make, max, maximum. Yeah. maximum. Anyway, I will tell you. However, in de- in Balenciaga's defense, yeah. I was just at Saks mm-hmm. in San Francisco, and okay. had my client with me, Joanna. Mm-hmm. And at the end of our shopping, there was this rack of blenciaga, and there was this cardigan on the end of it. Mm-hmm. And it was a backwards cardigan. So it was this beautiful knit crew neck sweater. Mm-hmm. And then, then in the back, it was this cardigan. It had all the cardigan buttons and the pockets and it, the fit of it was extraordinary. It was the one of the best pieces I've seen in a long time. So it was a cardigan put on backwards yeah. tailored. yeah. It was perfectly tailored backwards card. And I ju- it was just whimsical and interesting enough. It was, it was a must-have. But you could whim-
0: whimsically go into a thrift shop and put but a-
1: it... Yes, but the way it was cut was really cut with that intention. So it didn't look like you were wearing a sweater backwards. It looked like you were wearing a crew neck sweater. And then when you flipped okay, it around, you saying. were like, oh, okay. look at that. Because it allotted for breasts and allotted for all those... Okay. And she has great breasts, and so they looked great in the thingy. Not That's in the it. thingy, the sweater. She said the, the sweater. Okay. Names, yeah. Anyway, so, okay, so I think now if you're, now, if you're, you know, we've really come a long ways in this podcast, so mm-hmm. now you can actually watch the podcast on Spotify. T-5. So if you're watching, we're going to have some video of this Balenciaga mud pit. Now, first of all, it it's this, it's just this room full of mud and, I, you know, I, I, what are your thoughts on this? Are they, are they walking on Mars? I mean, and they all looked very upset, and they're all wearing black and brown. I mean, it just was like dumb. I thought it was well, dumb.
0: Well, I I, I kind of like the walking on the moon, walking through the mud idea. The only thing I don't like, and I don't understand why they didn't realize this, is if if the mud, which is of course brown, is there's no contrast. Right. Like if the if if the collection was like a bright color, that right. would be brilliant. Or, this is. Or if yes. the collection was, like, white, this would have been brilliant. And you saw the splashes of the mud. That would have right. been cool. But all the pieces are brown and black. So, like, you can't see the details. You can't. Oh,
1: and they look hungry and oh, miserable. Oh, wow. And
0: the lipstick is, is perfect, um, purposely messed up. Like yeah. Like, if you kiss someone. Like but, you I mean, them. and it's
1: ill-fitting. It's just horrible. But what I also thought is, like, let's say, for example, you took an Oscar de la Renta collection right. that was all florals and happy and white and pink and all that, and you had those girls walk through that. That could be interesting. That, that could be, interesting. be that art. That could be, like, wow, the end of the show. Mm-hmm. How do things splatter? I mean, that could be interesting. Freaking like a new way to do mm-hmm. something. But
0: that was just, like... Because designers in the past have done the walking on water thing over and over again. So this is kind of, I guess, a play on that.
1: Is it? And Kanye
0: walked for them. Hmm, Okay. (laughs) Talk about stunts.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That was the whole thing. (laughs) And let's talk some more about stunts. So this Bella Hadid. Hadid.
0: Hadid? Hadid, yes.
1: Talk to me about her and her whole scenario. Um, Because you're the one that sent me the pictures.
0: Yeah, I, I love her, but I do fault the producers of the show. Now, what show was it, was the Copernini? It was a name I've never heard of before. Right, so yeah. first of
1: all, it's a brand we've never even heard of. Which is probably
0: it. why they did it, To because we're now talking about it. So, yeah, but we're talking about how un, um. It looked like she was, to me, it looked like she was having a spray tan. <laughs> you know, they come to your house, they put you in a tent and you're like, yeah.
1: They set up a tent at your house to do a spray tan? Yeah. Well, so the, well, you know. When's the last time you got a spray tan? I never have. I've okay. just seen,
0: that's what I've seen. They come, you know, they encapsulate you into, like, a little tent. So, you know, the wind and, because
1: you know, you're doing I, it
0: outside. You're not doing it inside. You know,
1: I was a spokesperson for a spray tan, Hollywood spray tan company for, like, One month, and it really just didn't last very long because they sprayed me, and I just turned orange. And then they put me on TV. I had to do all these things about, and they're like, "Do any
0: testing to
1: see?" (laughs) I mean, they just tested my face, and it turned out like I looked like one of the Muppets. And I go in, and they, um, I was on this morning show, and they booked models. And the PR people were like, "Well, we don't want to just book white people because we think that we need to be more inclusive." And I'm like. But this is spray tan, <laughs> like what, we're, anyway, it was a whole, <laughs> yes. it was a whole thing, shall we say. It was a whole situation. We <laughs> should watch out for that one. Anyway, so, <laughs> so Coperni, Coperni, or whatever they are in Bella Hadid, so she goes out, she stands there and they spray her. And then,
0: and I think she went out in a thong, initially, like Yeah, nude. okay. Mm-hmm. Covered breasts, yeah. Yeah, covered breasts. And I wanna say I guess it was some sort of uh, spray on latex. Oh, was it? I I, I would assume. I don't know. Yeah, I just I mean I think that's the only thing that would um, adhere and kinda of get drapey, liquid wise. I mean how much do you think they paid her to put her on the stage? Well and... no, they paid her what her rate is. She didn't get any more or less than she normally... whatever her rate her rate is for a show is what she got.
1: But this is more theatrical. You don't think You don't get an you don't get an extra check because you show some titty. Look you should much... get some more money if you have but, to show some but titty. look how
0: much money each girl would have gotten at McQueen. Uh, yeah, McQueen. If it was all about a theatrical. But
1: I also feel like people loved McQueen and they would do it just because they wanted to be part of that spectacle.
0: But listen, you as the model, you get your rate. You don't get more money because more skin showing, or you know, no, that's that's it is. What is it that Bella? She is looks hungry. That poor Bella. Well, I mean, she's a runway girl. She needs a sandwich. No, yes. no, the girls yes. are supposed to be small like that. How tall is she? That I don't know, but I would. <laughs> oh, assume, she's got cobwebs happening now. And then. I would assume this. It, that's almost like that. Um, that spray stuff that they use from Christmas like, for it to make a tree white. Yeah, mm,
1: my mom used to have a flock on a tree.
0: Yeah, they
1: flocked Bella Hadid.
0: That's that's what it looks like. That's what it looks like.
1: Well, this is all based on really what the original one, right, oh, was McQueen. That was brilliant. Right now where Damn. he had, and it was robotic and beer, and we'll show that here in a second. But here's the thing. What do you think? I mean, do yeah. you think that the evolution of fashion shows that there's nowhere else? I mean, how many times can they just do 10 rows on each side, a white runway, and people walking out in clothes? What are your thoughts on that?
0: Um, I don't. I, you, are you Are you saying? Do I think they're gonna Are they running out of ideas? Or
1: I mean, what are your thought? I mean, do you think that they need to? Like, does everyone need to be inventive and ingenious? Does it, well, everyone... I think
0: I think if the brand speaks to those kind of theatrics, it's amazing. But if it's like just some random, so what's know. a
1: brand that doesn't need those theatrics? Like that should just be a straight runway. Get well, the more, girls out more,
0: eight minutes, and well, you're done. More of the classic. Designers,
1: so like Oscar, Carolina Oscar. Herrera,
0: and and it's Balenciaga used to be a more classic, refined, beautiful. Well, Balenciaga
1: used to be that modern thing where they have these beautiful cuts, and they'd like get Nicole Kidman to wear something on the red carpet that was space age. That's I mean, I, th-
0: I think I think when you have those kind of theatrics, it should be for more innovative designs as opposed to, like, like, you know, like Oscar de la Renta or, or, or Caroline Herrera. They do a classic blazer, and it's, the buttons are all aligned, and it's, it's a blazer. Right. But, like, if you're a designer, like, that's deconstructed or the arm is ripped off or the lining is exposed or there's some sort of innovation to the design, that's when I think it should be or it can be.
1: Right. No, but to the play Deva's advocate, just yeah. imagine if you have really interesting design, it's better seen on a clean white runway. And your boring design should really have a really inventive display, this is true. right? So this that, is like, true. wouldn't it be amazing? Like I said, I think if Oscar would have taken that exact collection that they did and put it on the mud pit, no. and if Balenciaga would have taken that horrible collection and put it on a white runway, probably yeah. they did it all in dark because the collection was so ugly, they didn't want anyone to see it.
0: But I did see glimpses of some. Good designs, but you have to really like squint and look because the backdrop was so dark,
1: yeah. You know what I mean? You just had to be there, I guess. I don't
0: know. It was probably cool if you were there, but not too close because I'm sure that mud was splattering on people,
1: right? Yeah, and people wear their good stuff to the balloon,
0: uh, right? And you don't know that that's the concept till you get there.
1: I mean, I meant, I don't know what's the best show you've ever been a guest at.
0: I was lucky enough to go to a lot of Terry Mugler shows in Paris. He did one show that was um, dedicated to insects.
1: Insects.
0: Insects like wasps, you know, hornets. Really. Um, bumblebees, and like the opening of the show, you heard, you, sound, you felt like you were on the inside of a, uh, a beehive.
1: Really. And
0: it was a, it was a brilliant. I mean, you know, it was a brilliant show. So
1: was it just a straightforward runway with great sound effects, and then the great collection effects, was off but of the, that?
0: The collection was so. Innovative and amazing that he just needed because he did theatrical shows, but this show was just a straight runway, right? Lit in like his famous kind of celestial blue. Mm. But he did gowns. There was one gown that from the front it looked like a, a, um, a black velvet strapless gown. But when the girl got to the end of the runway and turned around, the entire back of the dress looked like the opening of a butterfly, and wow. it was full on wings. Wow. So it was and there were there were sunglasses that had the a- antenna from like, you know, oh, super so fun. it was just it was amazing. But and,
1: I, but again, that's like an amazing collection on a really simple right. Way to your point. Yeah, for sure. The la- the one of the most one of the last times I saw Mark Jacobs in New York, he had this huge space and in the middle of it they built a 2000 square foot Pink house, mm-hmm. okay. So it's like that two show. story house. Yeah. It was pink. I think I saw it. That's the one where Andre Leon Talley called me fat. Remember that? Was that the one? Was the... oh, do I hear a dog? Was I'm sorry, the... I think I hear a dog. Was it
0: at the armory? Yeah, and there was a like over the top huge door. The door opened, and it was all the girls standing there. Was it that? No, one? Oh,
1: different one. Okay, this one was a like, little on the Upper East. Anyway, it was yeah. big pink house, and all the doors were painted shut. All the windows were painted pink. And the whole show, I just kept waiting for someone to come out of the house or for the house to be used. The house was not used at all, except for as a prop to walk around. And I thought, no wonder you're going out of business. That is a waste of money. Well, they probably ran out of No, have Giselle pop out the top and go, hey, y'all, or something. But you know, I
0: did just think of a show, and maybe we gotta maybe get images of it or play it in another uh, episode. Alexander McQueen did a uh, show in Paris. I remember this vividly, and it was at an old uh, old um, circus uh, tent. Yeah. And the first girl that came out it was a she was supposed to be Lady Godiva. She was nude on a white horse and was walked out oh, by a, yes. a soldier, and she had hair that just covered her naughty bits. And that's what, how the show started, and it was amazing.
1: Yeah, such intention with all that, too. Right.
0: So, but it, I just feel like shows of that era are a lot more better executed, I think.
1: Yeah, but it's also a time when people are making things for art and not right. making things just for commerce. Right now, this it's all true. about like, right. let's sell a bunch of sneakers and hoodies. Right. This is and true. they don't really care about clothing and ready to wear and collections right. and this beauty in that way. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of like the press, like when you go to get, um, borrow things to put a client on for red carpet. Mm-hmm. A lot of those pieces never walk the runway anymore. It used to be the runway looks <clears throat> became the looks for PR. Right. And now they're like a whole different thing that they designed for that. They're right. just doing their runway shows for I mean, I got an email inviting me to watch Dolce and Gabbana's show uh-huh. with Kim Kardashian. And I literally it was like a mass email thing. I literally wrote them an email back. I responded to the email, which you don't respond when someone invites you to watch a fashion, I respond. Dear Gabbana, D- 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 I'm so disappointed that you're having this woman
0: destroy but your that, fashion but house. But it, it's really sad to see that that now fashion has become basically a, a slave to fat like they, they have to do they have to do it to But they only have ha- but they only have or to do But they feel they have yes, to. Yes,
1: cuz they really only have to do that for the money. Right? Yeah. They really only have to do that for the money, for their investors. They're no longer free right. to just go and design for themselves. They're yeah. just greedy. People just, I mean, it's, how much money is enough, y'all? You already got a lot and going I on. Try, you
0: know, and I watched the show and I tried to be like, you know, I tried to look at it, you know, with no you know, opinion. And I, it was just, I don't know. And then she never even walked the show. Who didn't? She walked out at the end with the designers, but didn't, like, if you're going to be in the show, walk the show. Do it.
1: I I don't I, I, I'm beyond I I just don't understand people's fascination with her. She is she is
0: I yeah, I, well, that's a whole other episode. You know.
1: <laughs> that is a whole other episode. Let's move on to some hot
0: looks. Yes.
1: So we're just being slammed by our Producer Eric, <laughs> and what he said was that that Bella Hadid and Cooper or whatever they're called, um, created twenty six point three million dollars in media visibility.
0: Wait, how, wait, but okay, how do they put a price on? Because visibility? the number of
1: clicks, like what you have to pay for to have people view things, have people click on things. It's a made-up statistic. The people that put that, on but that that's show, that's free. Like you didn't have to pay to see that. Eric is just trying to participate in this podcast I any see. way he can, and that's I what he see. came up with in the moment. Mm. So we're just going to include him. Just like wave. Hi, Eric. Thank Hi, you. Eric, nice Thank try. You. Okay. Love your hair. Hope I win. Yeah,
0: exactly.
1: <laughs> we're trying to move on to some hot ho- looks. Ho- 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 and look.
0: your first win. What you got? My hot look was um, by Miss uh, by Balmain.
1: Do you used to uh, say Mister Balman?
0: <laughs> I did. Is it Balman or Balman? It's Balman. It's Balman. But it's by uh, Olivier, and I'm I'm gonna butcher his last name, so I won't say it. Is but, it the Eskins? I don't know. Olivier. 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 You did a beautiful collection. To me, it seemed like a nod to uh, Alexander McQueen and a little uh, Vivian Westwood. But there was one look that I was obsessed with. That I called it the Rose look. Oh. where it was like a dusty rose. I want to say a crepe de chine and satin. <laughs> I feel like this is you at a farmer's market. That's by the me way. all day. I and mean, it's basically uh William, really? How are we friends? How are we
1: friends? You think that that's your favorite look? Yeah. No, that's I mean, your I, thing? I There's do, no sides to that? The this, hat? What anyone, is that? Listen, are those lamb chops or earrings? Listen. What any, is happening? Anyone that
0: knows me knows I would wear this in a heartbeat. I love the volume of the- of, the legs of the pants we used to call them those palazzo pants, but look how much fabric is in those pants, and it's basically. But what blade. are those
1: strings falling down?
0: But that's the beauty of it: is all those little details. And he it, has and a purse on and platforms. I love all of it: the platform shoes, the the shade of like dusty pink, the the two fabrications. It's basically a vest wow. that they've kind of elaborated on, and I love it. The I'd... hat, I the hat, I probably would have done a different hat. But everything else I love the jewelry I love, everything. I want you to know the only thing I like about (laughs) that is the color.
1: The color is great. I love men in that pink. No, but it's just you're just wrong, William. It cannot be that.
0: It's it's a well. Listen, I would wear that in a heartbeat. Like if I could wear that for my birthday, shameless plug. um, I would (laughs) please send all gifts to.
1: (laughs) Yes, please. Where do you want your gifts? Are you registered anywhere for your birthday? Balma. You register at Balmain? <laughs> we. We. So everyone can just go, and if you go to Balmont Yes. And you just go to the Balmont at Melrose, and just say, I'm here for Melrose, William. yeah. Just start giving them cash, and as soon as we get the $4,000 that that outfit probably costs, maybe
0: five, then they'll give it probably to you. five or six. I'm so glad I know what you help. want for your birthday, yeah. so I can just
1: go down and get that. And yeah. I wear a
0: size 54. Uh-huh, sure. Well, in that, I could wear 54, because there's no sleeves. <laughs> If there's sleeves, I'm a 56.
1: I will, I could wear 54 there because there's no waist either. <laughs> of course, I'd look like Freddy. What's his name? Fred from, uh, from Apple, that? the Flintstones. Fred, aw. Flintstones, meet, meet the, the Flintstones. Flintstones.
0: Wait, uh, we, we might have to pay for anything. We can't pay.
1: We ain't got nobody. We're not paying for nothing. Um, they're probably going to bleep out all that. I mean, nobody. we don't use the F word, but we do sing a lot of songs. We're not allowed to, so those go Well, bye-bye. not the complete song. No, yeah. I mean, and please... <laughs> They should be happy that we thought of them, really. Uh, yeah, if you think about it.
0: <laughs> sure.
1: All right, I had a couple. Um, first we'll of a all, okay. uh, yeah. So first of all, Hal's, Halsey, Halsey. Halsey. Halsey,
0: Yeah, beautiful girl.
1: Yeah, I, I, I didn't jersey. realize she was so old. She's cute though. Oh no, she's no, she's in her forties, right? No, she's like in her late 20s. Oh. If, if that, this might not be a whole look for me then. Anyway, I mean, unless she's wearing I this North fabulous red drapey. And, you know, I'm not. Yeah, I love her. I'm not always. I just feel like she's giving me like Eliza Minnelli if she had it together kind of a thing. Like I the love hair it. Cut, The pixie cut and the whole. I love it. And there's something about this that feels like such a representation of Vivian Westwood's. I was totally going to say that. And the corset and the. See, I um, told you
0: she's. Young
1: doll. Ugh, 28. I can't it. She's believe a young it. dog. Um, no and I I don't need that thigh like that with whatever she doodled on there on the way in the car. No, that's but her,
0: that's her I, ink, dog.
1: I just like the boots and that there's just something about it that feels very modern and cool. And again, I think it's very sexy and it's very covered, which you know me. I'm all about like I love it. how to be sexy without showing it everything. Because I, I think it. like too much booby is. And that's too a much major boobie. draping. It's a major draping. I just think there's something lovely about it. And now, I
0: wait, now who made this?
1: Vivian. Westwood.
0: It's funny, I knew that's what it was before you said it, but when you just were talking, I thought you were saying it was Vivian Westwood like. I didn't know. No, it it's actually, actually was. Vivian Westwood. It's so, totally, that totally is what So I,
1: I really like what they're doing over there because I know she stepped away in a way and has her young lover doing most of the stuff, but I think that whoever is designing over there is really staying true mm-hmm. to what the brand of Vivian Westwood is. Well,
0: listen, if you have enough archives to reference, yeah. you can. If you know what you're doing, you can do it. Now you
1: know? this next person, they're they were in a movie. They're in a TV show or a movie on Netflix called Sandman and her name is Kirby Howe Baptiste, who have I don't know her, I don't oh. know anything. But in scrolling around looking for my hot looks, I saw this from Victor and Rolf. They're Dutch. Uh, and yeah. there was something about this. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. not this person, but there was something about this that mm-hmm. was so interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Now, Victor and Rolf is very avant-garde, but they're brilliant tailors. Yeah. Brilliant. I have a pair of high-waisted gorgeous black dress pants from them wow. that I bought at Barney's that had the tickets on them because I bought them with a goal weight in mind mm-hmm. like so many years ago. Barney's closed how many years ago? <laughs> anyway, never wore those pants. Four years ago? Uh, okay. Bye. And And um, there's something about this. So it's got the florals, right? Mm-hmm. So it's got the applique flowers on there. It almost
0: reads a little bit like Tom Brown. Kind
1: of, like right? you didn't know. But that crazy big shoulder on there and mm-hmm. the way she's carrying, I was super um, inspired by it. I thought it was very, it's not for everywhere. It's obviously a red carpet kind of a gown and there's something mm-hmm. regal and something amazing about it. And I just think that the way they did her hair up and mm-hmm. her makeup well, you was have just to clean. to
0: with, with that shoulder.
1: Well, yeah, but not everyone would have done that. Miley Cyrus <laughs> would have done that with pigtails. Don't get no. me started.
0: Oh, not piggy, Foamy Yeah, oh,
1: Miley yeah. is, anyway. Um, I don't know, I just, for me, that was a hot look worth
0: uh, mentioning. Yeah. And I have to say, I do love, and it's happened in the last, I would say probably the last two years, I do love how these um, actors are really stepping up their game and taking they a lot are. of risks. They are. They really are. Because three years ago, there were a handful of people that had the balls, sorry my French, Oh. Le
1: balls. Le balls. I
0: well, al- like a lot of Le balls. Le boles. <laughs> Los boles. <balls. laughs>
1: Bolenidos. <laughs> Buenos boles. <laughs> I speak lots of boles. Oh, wow, I didn't know you were so eloquent. In Swedish you say ball. It's pretty. I'm Stay very. Forward, yeah. I bet you if you say ball, it's like 25 languages because there's football, <laughs> yes. football.
0: But I do like I said. spell
1: a little football? You speak Swedish. Football, lothball, handball. Can spell a little handball? Now I'm going Swedish, sorry. Sorry, you guys. <laughs> that's actually real language, that's funny. Um, one time I was it. on the phone speaking Swedish to somebody and my friends were listening like, oh my gosh, he's just making that up, that's not even an actual language, and he's talking to himself, right? And I put the phone on speaker and we kept talking, and they're like, oh my gosh,
0: that's an actual language. <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, you
1: gotta educate yourself. <laughs> well, and people with, with me, it could have totally been me just talking to myself and some craziness.
0: So. Yeah, but as our <laughs> listeners can hear, that's quite possible. <laughs> uh. What? What are you trying to say? Okay. But bum,
1: and uh. that leads us to some fabulous vocabulary.
0: <laughs> wow. Oh
1: my gosh, we have graphics. Come on, graphics. If, is that I'm, muscle? Uh, oh my god! Oh my god! I have old lady arms. Call that. Did you see we'll,
0: this? We'll cover that on another what episode. What happened? The, the bat wing.
1: This is. <laughs> what? This is muscle. This is not. Oh my god! I'm so fat. What happened?
0: Wait. Let me get my glasses oh, to no, define what? the muscle because. <laughs>
1: I work out. I've been trying. And that's what's happening? (gasps) But that part's good. Look, that part's good. I got this, but
0: what on earth? There's a bicep there somewhere. (sighs) It's
1: like my friend Kelly's arms. My goodness, she's great. (laughs) Um, anyway. Wow. That was a really rough moment for me to look at the camera and see my body jiggle. I mean, I'm used to my middle jiggles, but like the arm jiggle is like
0: Okay, you know what? That's the reason. A lot of people don't realize it. If you notice a lot of women, when they're wearing strapless gowns on the red carpet and they wave, they consciously do this. Because if you do this, you're going to be pissed later. (laughs) So, So when you see women do this, on the red carpet?
1: Yeah, but if we're doing a podcast, and I'm over here going like, oh, hey, it's
0: so great. <laughs> well, It's like
1: fat man and a little coat. you gotta in do. <laughs> whatever you gotta fat do. man and a little coat.
0: Okay. <laughs> this medication is off, I y'all. apologize. It's your birthday
1: <laughs> week, so I'm just it celebrating.
0: Yeah. I'm supposed to be celebrating, though. Oh, I'm celebrating. <laughs> okay.
1: okay, what's the vocabulary word?
0: It is placket. Placket! Yeah, uh, it is the opening <laughs> in the front part. I am
1: very excited
0: <laughs> No, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I didn't actually know exactly, this is exactly what it was, but it's the opening in the upper part of your trousers, your skirts, or the neck or sleeve of a garment. And it's basically designed so you're always able to get into garments. So it's like... Um, like, you know, where zippers are set, that's a placket. Where buttons are button fly pants, that's a placket. And then in, in more modern days, in the past, it was just those things were exposed. But it's a more modern design that there's covers. Like, you know, when you don't see the button, you don't see the zippers, that's a new addition to...
1: So like a current zipper on most people's pants are a covered placket. Right. Right? And then I have a tuck shirt from Izzy Miyake that I also can't fit in. These are things you can give to me. Wow, I can't fit in that either. I'm really, this is just like... a. Wait, I need to come to your house. I mean, I got bags of stuff that don't fit me. Anyway,
0: Collect but, pieces.
1: Not the point. My Izzy Miyake Tuck shirt that I will one day fit in, mm-hmm. as soon as I like die and my corpse starts disintegrating, within four days, my body should fit in it. No, in no,
0: you're giving these things to me. We're not waiting to that day. Okay,
1: anyway, <laughs> um, that has a covered placket, so you can't see the buttons, mm-hmm. and so what it gives, it gives it a more formal feeling. So mm-hmm. would you say the cover placket is a is for formal wear mostly or do people use a covered placket in casual too?
0: Well, I mean it's it's in casual it's it's casual now cuz like, you know, in your average pair of pants, you don't see the zipper. It's it's behind the pocket.
1: So so ra- okay, so a zipper just to get technical here so a zipper has a placket on it right so if someone looks at a pair of pants you're going to look at the pants and go oh that's the zipper but well, really they also they're consi- looking at the placket the, the,
0: uh, they uh, they also consider the opening is a placket like without if you like for example um uh, a skirt that has no zipper and it's elastic waist yeah there's no placket cuz right. you don't need there's no reason to open right. it right so
1: wherever there's a v
0: wherever there's an opening
1: an opening there's yeah. a placket. Like
0: if you have a like a Henley where the buttons come, you know, halfway down from the collar to the mid chest, the buttons, the fact that it opens up, that's the placket. Otherwise, uh, like a, a like a crew neck wouldn't need a placket because you just pull it over your head. But a
1: polo shirt has a placket. Oh, here we Correct. go. We go, Oh my gosh, you have so many illustrations.
0: There you so go. So then
1: is that so then if you have a dress shirt like this, mm-hmm. you have a oh there's a sleeve placket and a collar, the right. front placket. Because wow.
0: without it, you you'd have to pull it over your head and you wouldn't be able to. Open it up with the placket.
1: Well, even with the placket, I can't put a lot of shirts on, just so you know. Well, it's, it's grim over here. Well, there's a we
0: we'll There's another word we'll I've use. been
1: doing like hydroclonics. I've been doing all sorts of things, and it's really just. It's committed. That weight is committed it'll, to being on it'll, me.
0: It'll, it'll, no, I mean.
1: Wiggle it. Just, just a, a little, little bit. bit. Come on, come on! Wiggle it. No.
0: J E L L O.
1: Oh, I'm, because it's your birthday. i oh, I hope you get sued for that one.
0: No, I mean it with love.
1: hmm mm-hmm. Well, here's the other thing my grandmother used to say. Yes. <laughs> the truth is the truth. <laughs>
0: it is what it is.
1: It, it is what, what it, it tis. is. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, thank you. I, you know, there's something about you know, when we started doing this podcast and Mm -hmm. you bring these vocabulary words, a lot of times you bring a word in and I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. And Mm -hmm. then you start talking about like, oh, there's like a, everything is so, um, it's so great for me to know what the actual root of something is. Because these
0: are all things we we use, but we don't really know what they are. Yeah, people use
1: the word, oh yeah, this has got a covered placket and Mm -hmm. then some woman's at Nima Marcus go, oh, great. Mm -hmm. They don't Mm -hmm. know what that means.
0: Right, right.
1: So, I mean, I, I think it's, but the truth is, you are saving
0: humanity. I'm trying. Yeah. One zipper at a time. Oh!
1: <laughs> Speaking of zippers and one at a time, yes. let's have our Power Player.
0: Wow. Wow. Where,
1: who is making these graphics?
0: To, it, wait, but is that new music for Power Player? Was no that that's original Craig okay.
1: Dobbin we love you Craig okay. thank I you for know. the music oh. Craig who did all of our music by the way did, no of course did Shark Week ah, uh, for 37 years or whatever he's like 80 years old but he's adorable we love him but who did that graphic
0: Tony! Oh, Shout out to Tony. I mean, Tony. Tony is sweet. How sweet it is.
1: How sweet it is. (laughs) Hi, Tony. You should do this for a living, Tony. (laughs) All right, so tell me all about Mr. Maximilian Davis William. Yes, he is. Oh, my gosh. William's your name. I thought that was his third name.
0: Wow. (laughs)
1: No, no. (laughs) I thought his name was Maximilian Davis William. I was like, wow. That's a... a not a birth
0: name. <laughs> I like that, but no, that's no. not his name. Okay, good. No. All
1: I think about it here, Maximilian, is the fur coat company from Which the seventies. I did
0: love, I did I, those ads. Yeah, I almost went into uh, fur design. Because
1: Remember of... the brunettes with the high heels and the big mink coat, and you couldn't tell if they were uh, no, wearing no. anything underneath right. it. Mm-hmm. It was, like it was just like the
0: leg, the shoe, and the coat.
1: Mm. Yeah. Oh,
0: fur. So Maximilian Davis is a Trinidadian kid from Manchester, New- uh, UK. Okay. And he was. Oh my like, gosh, he is a kid. He's a Brit. Yeah, he's a yeah. He's a young. He's only twenty seven years old, mm. which is amazing.
1: Because just, just a year younger than me. The my talents gosh. of
0: the past were young. Like um, Yves Saint Laurent was in his late twenties when he started. So it's mm. nice to see that they're taking chances on young talent. And Parenza
1: Schooler, remember their first mm-hmm. collection at Fashion Week was their thesis from college.
0: Yeah, no, I think Parsons they went to, I believe.
1: One of the New York ones. Yeah, I think it was was, was either
0: RISD or or, uh, Parsons. And then it
1: was Parsons, because I thought it was FIT. I don't know what I'm doing.
0: So he, uh, like I said, he's uh, from Trinidadian and Jamaican background and grew up in Manchester, London. His mother and sister were models. His father studied fashion design. But he learned how to sew with his grandmother at the age of six. Wow. Uh-huh. Uh, and he graduated from the London College of Fashion and assisted Brit- British designer Grace Wales Boner before starting his own or Bonner. <laughs> Wait, I heard, I'm sorry. I heard, I heard a giggle from our mis- Mr. First Sweet. of all, that was not
1: me giggling at Boner, okay? I think Boner is a legit name. I grew up with a girl named Sarah Dick, and her father was in the military, and he was Major Dick for 10 months. So I just want you to know, I am... <laughs> I uh, I uh, love you, Sarah. If you're around, say hey, hey. And I just say, so I believe that you can't make fun of people's birth names, but it might be Bonner, not Boner.
0: No, it's Bonner. It's Bonner. Who uh, <laughs> it was actually another big designer in London uh, before he started his own label in 2020. He made his debut for his collection in 2021 as part of the Fashion East, which is the which is basically a British incubator of young talent, and they kickstarted um, Kim Jones, who's now with Dior, yeah, and formerly of uh, Louis Vuitton, and Jonathan Anderson.
1: Oh, J.W. Anderson, who's ruined Loewe. Yeah. Okay. Good.
0: I, I like what's going on at Loewe. Mm, yeah,
1: you also like that pink outfit for brunch. We'll teach you okay, okay. Sorry thank about you. it. Yeah. Mm.
0: Okay.
1: We'll <laughs> talk about Loewe one of these days.
0: <laughs> Maximilian told mm. British Vogue that his focus was being on. The first, he was the first to change the perceptions and narratives of black identity in fashion. Because he found that people equated streetwear with black people and tailoring with white people. Oh, very good. And he really didn't understand that because his dad wore a suit to work every day. So he was like, I don't get the analogy. So he was trying to change that mentality toward fashion.
1: Um, Wayne, what's another. Big designer. So we've had um, <clears throat> um, off white, right? Yes, Virgil. Virgil Abloh, right? Uh-huh. And then we had Kim Jones. Mm-hmm. But who else have we had that's
0: black? And well, Kim Jones is not black. Is he British, not black? No, he's a British white boy.
1: British white boy. Yeah. So
0: we only had Virgil. Virgil, yeah. Well, that's why this guy is. So, it's so, so historic for this young black.
1: Kid. And Virgil's definitely like street clothes. Like he's definitely into like the sneakers and the. Like right, that, right. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I just find that interesting if you think about how well, little his- there is out there. Oh,
0: historically, I mean, I could name how many in my lifetime how many black designers have been in the forefront and in, in the you know.
1: Uh, what was oh there was a really good uh, Tracy like Pat- Reese.
0: There's Tracy Reese. There's Patrick Kelly. There's uh, Bruce Oldfield from London. Um, Willie Smith,
1: yeah. But think about how few of those names people actually know. Everyone right.
0: knows Christian Dior, and everyone knows. Right? All about, yeah. I mean, the only the only name that is known globally as a huge fashion titan is Virgil. In the last, mm. I don't know, thirty or forty years. I would
1: do a couple shows in New York with black designers, but they were. You know. But they
0: don't have the same visibility, yeah. As... Or, and they
1: also have the same mm-hmm. business. They're not like at Nordstroms. They're not selling mm-hmm. Nima Marcus. They're not. They're they're creating something, but they're on the they're building something. They're not somewhere where people are right. Right. buying their clothing. Wow. Well, that's
0: why it was such it was you know such a huge deal that this young kid was given this this platform and this uh, opportunity. So within months of his you know producing his own collections, which were like sexy separates, like. Uh, Harlequin, Harlequin printed sheer pieces. Celebrities started wearing them. Like uh, Rihanna started wearing his pieces. Rihanna. 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 It's Rihanna. Rihanna. It's
1: Rihanna. She said it herself on the on one She goes, "Hi, I'm Rihanna. Thanks for listening." It was one of those. She said, "Rihanna."
0: Oh, I thought it was Anna. I
1: it, thought it was Rihanna my whole life. And then it's like, all of a sudden, Rihanna's like, Rihanna. boom. It's like that day I figured out that Justin Bieber's saying one of my favorite songs. I'm like,
0: ugh, it's from him. Well, if you like it, you like it.
1: Ugh. Okay, moving on, sorry.
0: Yeah. So, uh, like I said, Rihanna um, started wearing his clothes to lots of events. She wore it wore it in a Dazed magazine editorial. And then she was seen on dates with her boyfriend husband, I believe by now, ASAP Rocky. They had a baby, right? Yeah.
1: It's mm-hmm. The baby daddy. Mm-hmm. I thought he left.
0: He's still around. Mm -hmm. Dua Lipa wore his bespoke strapless creation to the fashion awards in London and also wore some of his pieces in her videos.
1: I heard she is just amazing in concert, by the way. Amazing? Yeah, I heard. People were just dying for it. She was in LA, and then when I was just down in Santiago, everybody was like going crazy. Honestly,
0: I was rooting for her because she was so beautiful and such almost had a, a model esque. Yeah, visual to her. And if they,
1: anyone in the world needs people rooting for them, it's the pretty people because they have such a hard go of it.
0: Well, not that, but it was nice to see someone of her stature and her the way she looked in pop. But yeah. I did see her perform on SNL, and I was like, okay, God's fair because SNL. that she, yeah. she wasn't good on stage. Yeah. but I ha- I have been told by my mi- my millennial girls. <laughs> That she <laughs> just the way your face is, my millennial girl, well, like the girls that are like you know, rah, rah, rah about her. They said she's changed that, like, she's changed her game. She's amazing on stage, yeah. I amazing heard, she's just amazing. Amazing. Yeah. but like I said, beautiful to look at. Okay, but getting back to Maximilian, <laughs> sorry, as a kid, interestingly enough, his uh style icons were Mary Kate Olsen and the London. Club culture and of course, what I find interesting about a lot of young uh, fashion talent they're always uh, influenced by the women at church mm. and his his biggest like muse, I guess was his grandmother, so mm. he loved you know watching her getting dressed for church and the hats and the handbags and the gloves and these are things that kind of you know inspired him as a kid and he des- he describes his design aesthetic as black elegance mm. now what like flipped the fashion world was in 2022. Now, mind you, he only started his own collection in 2020. Yeah. So basically, right out of college, a year, two years after his own collection launched, Salvatore Ferragamo announced him as the creative director of the entire brand, after replacing Paul Andrew. Now that's uh, for that. I mean, that's huge. When did he start? He already started. he just showed his last his first collection he did. this wow. past week that's two weeks ago.
1: I can't wait to see it
0: and like it was a brilliant show, which also shows you if someone is talented enough, even at a young age i mean twenty seven and you're but we talked about that's this a before huge brand.
1: that like these brands keep you know Kim Jones has been passed around like. You know
0: He's brilliant, but I wish they'd let him stay one place for a long... Like, I'm hoping that Maximilian will stay. He at, should at just go do one.
1: his own collection and let some other new person be a creative director of a brand. I don't understand why these big companies don't just hire within. There's a design team of people working Well, everyone, But I think
0: a lot of times people want to rely on an already established name to... Yeah, pull but, people in, which is why okay. I think it's cool that Ferragamo take, took a chance yeah. on basically an unknown kid.
1: But I also think people count on that because people don't have faith in design, right? Because they forget that if something is well designed, people will find it, buy it, want it, wear it until they're friends. Absolutely,
0: but now they want an, a guaranteed uh check, they want Oof. guaranteed money out the gate before you know.
1: <laughs> well, they're in the wrong business then, they should start like doing something, they should go sell corn.
0: So I have to give. Major, major kudos to Salvatore Ferragamo for taking this chance and making fashion history.
1: Good for them. Yeah,
0: bravo. So that's why he's my power player.
1: Very nice. Yeah, go get it now. I also like that he kept his full Maximilian. Yeah. Because I think Max Davis might be like what I love.
0: I love the Maximilian full name. Davis. Yeah, I love it.
1: Maximilian Davis Williams. Yeah. I love it.
0: I can see it. I love that you added an S. Do you like it? I don't know. I'm a, He's like, do you like it? I don't know. I'm gonna just start calling you Williams. Hey, Williams. Listen, I've been called that my whole life. You've been I never worse understood. Too. I never understood why do people put an S on my name?
1: Because people aren't used to William. They're used to Williams. It's like why people call me
0: Mark, <laughs> right? <laughs> what? Wait, people are used to only an S on William? I don't. William?
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Serena, Williams. Venus. That's the last Williams, name. Williams. That's the last name. Williams. Clark Jr.
0: That's the last name with the S. No, oh. you would lost that argument. Sorry.
1: Yeah. I've lost a lot of arguments tonight, I feel like.
0: <laughs> this oh. has not been my strongest showing in the podcast. At least you're consistent.
1: At least I'm consistent. <laughs> Speaking of consistent, I'll tell you something that's not consistent in tell the me. world tell is me. weather. Okay? Mm-hmm. I just got back from an amazing trip to Santiago. Hola, David.
0: <laughs> and I,
1: <laughs> I got down there, and it was literally 104 degrees and humid in Los Angeles. The weather had been so hot all of September and August, mm-hmm. and I was just sweating, sweating, sweating. And so I'm packing,
0: right? And I packed the weather before. I did
1: check the weather. Okay, I did okay. check the weather. I looked at my I, my Apple iPhone. I put it in Santiago,
0: and then I found the like. Now are you gonna tell the listeners where Santiago is? Chile.
1: Okay. Most people know where that is. Well, no, you gotta... Well, if you don't know where that is, you don't get to be with me on this story. <laughs> you can just wonder. And so, it's you know, it's the opposite seasons down there because they're in South America. Okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. I got off the plane, and I was wearing shorts and a t-shirt, and it was 42 degree. I was freezing the entire trip. What,
0: when you checked the weather, what did it say?
1: It said it was 55 to 70 and then oh, wow. at nighttime, I was going to drop down to 40s, which I'm like, well, we'll be inside at nighttime. And then um, it did not turn out. I mean, I, But did, you didn't worry about cold nights? I wore that? the same Gucci sweater and cost sweater and like a Navy Jean-Philippe polar fleece vest that I had made for me in Copenhagen. Thank you very much, Jean-Philippe.
0: Jean-Philippe, I'm still waiting for my samples.
1: Shapley <laughs> <laughs> has the best stuff. I know. We should do uh, it with him. he's going to sh- come and visit.
0: Okay, yeah, we got anyway, to do it. Anyway, I yeah.
1: got this ama- anyway, so that polar fleece vest and then I had this and I and I wore the same things. I didn't have a coat. I didn't have any. I had a pair of shorts, I had swim trunks. I had so it was cold during the day and the night then. Yeah. And oh, then there was wow. one or two days where it was like 75 and it was nice, but there was a lot of days where it was 50 and 55. And at 50 and 55 is cold. Like you need a sweater. You can't just be runner. Anyway, have you ever gotten somewhere and realized I packed
0: the wrong things? No, because um, well, the 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 weather. I are lying. The weather sites that I check are normally on point, but... So you've never arrived somewhere and been like, oh, I should have packed something different. Well, no, the only thing I have...
1: In all of your 74 years, not one time, have you packed the wrong thing? Shots
0: fired, y'all. But anyway, (laughs) um, um, what I have done, I will say, is you kind of think of what you want to take on said... It's happened to me going to Fashion Week in New York. Like, I'm going to wear this. I know I want to wear this. Blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. And you swear these things are in your suitcase. And then you get to your hotel room and you're like... And you start unpacking, you're like, it's not in here. It's not in here. It's not in well, that's here. that's a whole different issue. You
1: mean you like, literally thought you packed something that yes. you didn't pack? Uh- yes. Yeah.
0: So then you have to, like, especially for you know, Fashion Week when we're f- photographed, you got to be like, okay... I gotta bring it with what I have.
1: We're photographed. no one photographs me at Fashion Week, just so we're clear. <laughs> William, you go out there with whoever you're with, and I'm like literally in the back like, William, I'm over here, William! And William's literally I'm like this, like, I'll meet mm, you inside. Mm, no, I'm like, mm, mm, yeah, um, <laughs> oh, I didn't hear you, I oh. Were you there? Was that you outside? Was that you outside? <laughs> <laughs> Let me in! Oh, there goes my arms again! No! Up!
0: I do a lot yeah. of fat arm moves no, in but my daily could, life. When you could say that that's, that's um, a body stocking you're wearing. Right now? Yeah. I'm going to give you a body stocking. <laughs> a minute.
1: Anyway, uh, that's about all the torture I can take for this evening. Well, yeah. So I just want to say love, thank you love, all for yo. listening. Happy birthday to William. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And please, please, please tell your friends. Keep listening, listening, following. Like. Like us, follow us, watch us. Share with all your friends about how amazing we are. And tell Spotify that we're amazing, too. That'd be great. And thanks for the support thus far. Yeah, we're so, so lucky to have so many people listening. So So exciting. Thank you, and see you later.
0: See ya. (laughs) See ya.